in this bulletin. Yes and no campaigners for an Indigenous voice to Parliament hold events around the country. Former New South Wales Premier Gladys Berejiklian launches a legal challenge to overturn the finding from the anti-corruption watchdog. And in sports, Australian Daniel Ricciardo confirmed for the Formula One grid next season. With the latest SBS News, I'm Biwa Kwan. Yes and no campaigners for an Indigenous voice to Parliament have been holding events around the country this weekend. Speaking at a Yes campaign event in Sydney, Prime Minister Anthony Albanese says he encouraged people to do their homework and have conversations on what Australians are being asked to vote on on October the 14th. He says he believes momentum will continue to grow in the final three weeks of the campaign. And something I get great heart from is the decision of Kamal. A very courageous decision. He's someone who came out and said no and went away, spoke to people, read what it was about, read the question and decided that he would come out and declare his support for yes and to say why would anyone oppose this. So we have now a, a new term that we've coined today, Kamalmentum, in the last couple of weeks. Malaysian-born Australian singer Kamal says he's now changed his mind on The Voice and plans to vote yes after one-on-one conversations with comedian Dane Simpson and constitutional lawyer Eddie Sinnott. Meanwhile, a no-campaign event was held at Sydney's Hyde Park. Attendee Joel held a sign saying vote no to white guilt. He says he's voting no because he doesn't want anything to change. I think the premise of this election or this referendum is that the Australian settlement or the British settlement of Australia was illegitimate and I fundamentally disagree with that. I think it was legitimate and it was a wonderful thing. They want to put it in the constitution which indicates that they want to give it actual power because it doesn't need to be in the constitution if it's just an advisory body. Plenty of advisory bodies exist outside of the constitution. If a yes vote is successful, an amendment would be added to the constitution to create an advisory body that would have the function to give advice to the parliament and the executive government on matters affecting Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander peoples. The function would be limited to giving advice only. The body would have no veto powers. Members of parliament would determine the laws on the composition, functions, powers and procedures of the body. And you can find comprehensive information about the referendum by visiting the SBS Voice Referendum portal at www.sbs.com.au forward slash voice referendum. Former New South Wales Premier Gladys Berejiklian has launched a legal bid to overturn findings she engaged in serious corrupt conduct during her time in office. The Court of Appeal challenge is listed for a First Directions hearing in Sydney's Supreme Court on October the 9th. In its report, released in June, the Independent Commission Against Corruption found Ms Berejiklian acted corruptly while in a five-year relationship with Liberal MP Daryl Maguire, trying to advance his financial interests. It did not suggest she should face criminal charges. The near two-year investigation examined whether Ms Berejiklian breached the public trust by failing to disclose her personal relationship with Mr Maguire when she was Treasurer and later Premier. Visa problems have prevented three Indian martial arts competitors from attending the Asian Games in Hangzhou. China issued visas stapled rather than stamped to the passports for the residents of India's northeastern state of Arunachal Pradesh, claiming it to be part of China's southern Tibet. India rejects the claim, saying the region has always been part of India. India's sports minister has cancelled his visit to the Games, 
while the country's foreign ministry says a formal protest has been lodged in New Delhi and Beijing. Chinese Foreign Ministry spokeswoman Mao Ning says China welcomes athletes from all countries but does not recognise the Arunachal Pradesh area as Indian territory. The acting president of the Olympic Council of Asia, Raja Randir Singh, says work is being done to try and resolve the issue. We had a meeting yesterday of the working group as well oh. and it's been taken up in the working group meeting and they're taking it up with the government and we are also taking it up with the government. It's... Uh, you know, under discussion with us as well. This is outside what the government-to-government government is happening. We are from the OCA side of it. We are doing it. Solomon Islands Prime Minister Menese Sogavare says he won't be attending a Pacific Leaders Summit organised by US President Joe Biden beginning on Monday. In a statement, a Solomon Islands government official says domestic issues is the reason for the decision. Mr Sogavare will be the only Pacific leader to decline the White House invitation, apart from Vanuatu's new Prime Minister, Saito Kilman, who is dealing with stepping into his new role two weeks ago. Mr Sogavare attended the first Pacific Leaders' Summit, hosted by the US last year in September, but refused to sign a declaration between the United States and Pacific Island nations on issues like sustainable development and tackling climate change. A rift has widened after the Solomon Islands signed a security pact with China in March last year. And to sports, two Australian drivers will be among the lineup for the 2024 Formula One season. Alpha Tories confirmed Daniel Ricciardo will return to the Formula One starting grid next season. Ricciardo is healing from a broken wrist after a crash during a practice session in the Netherlands. Australian Oscar Piastri will also be racing next season after extending his deal with McLaren until the end of 2026. He says he's feeling good about having a plan mapped out for the near future. Yeah, obviously very happy to, to have that uh, announced already. Um, you know, it was, was uh, already around for next year, but uh, to, to announce it for the end of 26 now is, is very exciting. Very happy to have my, my future secured for a long time uh, in Papaya, so I'm looking forward to it. And that's the latest from the SBS Newsroom.